We are going to have a good friend of ours, Luann Mayer, on today. I love Luann. We've known her for years, and she's going to speak on spirituality and grief. And she's certainly been a support and a friend of ours in talking about this topic. So why don't you introduce Luann? Hi, Luann. Hi, Luann. Thank you so much for joining us today. Luann Mayer is the author of Celestial Conversations, Healing Relationships After Death. She is the co-founder of the International Grief Council, which offers motivational talks, workshops, and retreats on transpersonal journaling. She resides in New Jersey, but travels throughout the United States to share her message of forgiveness and unconditional love. Thank you for joining us today at our conference, Luann. Thank you, Heidi. I really am grateful to be here. All right. So uh, let's talk about that spirituality and grief. Now, that's what I said. I wanted to talk about spirituality and grief because I really have found that to be a very main component in my personal grief and those people that I've worked with uh, uh, in workshops over the United States and even in England. So I wanted to start, though, by telling your, my friends out there that I really do understand where you are. Like everyone else, I have been down the road of grief. My mother died of a long injury. Uh, uh, lingering disease and then my daughter died um, very quickly of suicide so they said and so I had both ends of the spectrum that was just so hard to deal with and one right after the other made the, uh, the complication of my grief even that more more difficult however in the process of trying to figure out what happened to Cindy and to my mother uh, in our relationships I found something that I call transpersonal journaling. And I've heard so many people today talk about how important it is to stay connected to those who have left us on the other side. And I didn't know how to do that. I'm a practicing Catholic. I'm pretty one, one of those people that believe in heaven, hell, and purgatory, sort of. At least I did. And I didn't think that there was any way once a person died that we could connect without the a medium or a, a great saint or something along that line. And in my a world of hospice, which I was a volunteer, it was suggested to me that I write down uh, what was in my head about these, particularly about my mother. And in the process of doing that, I wrote to her what I thought was a letter in a journal after prayer, meditation, and journaling. And the next day, I decided I would write some more because I had some more questions to ask. And the following time that I wrote to my mom after prayer, meditation, and uh, the idea of journaling, I wrote, Dear Loanne, instead of Dear Mom. And still, as I tell you this, I still get chills thinking about it because it was so foreign to what I believed as a person in those days. And yet I kept writing because I really needed to know what went on between my mother and I that was unfinished business. The long and the short of that story, was that I continued writing with my mother oh, for about five months prior to my daughter's death. She uh, died in, in New Jersey. I was in England. Talk about guilt, good grief. I was just a mess about that. And uh, I wanted to find out what happened, but because of the extent of her marriage situation and potential divorce, I couldn't get any information. So I went to my mother and I wrote, to my mom, what happened to Cindy? And in the process of her return journaling to me, she allowed Cindy or Cindy just jumped right in and told me what happened. 
So I opened up a whole spiritual treasure chest with my mother and my daughter. This is going back to 2007. And I continued writing back and forth as I continued going to grief counseling. I went to compassionate friends. I was very, very much helped by Open to Hope. But this one-on-one -on -one connection with my daughter and my mother just made my life so much more clear and gave me the opportunity to understand what was going on. And more importantly for me at that time, was a way to help my daughter's two boys who were left without a mother. So part of my journey, I feel was it was, uh, it was writing, yes, but it was also a, a prayerful connection to the other side. And it, to my surprise, it had been going on for all these years. I have 13, 14 books between the two of them, asking for advice, how I can be helpful, what I can do. And it just warmed my heart to know that I didn't have to go to someone else um, to get the information that I needed at the time. So as a result of these, uh, these journals that I was writing, uh, and I was still in grief counseling, I shared with my grief counselor what was happening. And she said to me, you know, if you ever write a book about that, I would really like that because I'm sure there are other people who have these connections to the other side, but maybe they're not doing what you're doing and they might benefit from what you're doing. To which I said, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. I, I'm, I'm not going to write a book. That's, that's silly. Who would read it anyway? I wonder if any of you felt that way. Anyway, long story short, I was encouraged strongly by my uh, grief counselor and by another person who I knew who was in the International Writers Guild, who said, if you would just write it, I will edit it. And that's how Celestial Conversations came to be. And I have found that it has been so interesting for me over these last uh, 10 years now to meet with other people who have had experiences of connection on the other side, but at that point in time didn't have anyone to talk about it. And I think what's so wonderful about uh, um, the uh, Helping Parents Heal, golly, I would have loved that if I could have found it at the time. It would have been so nice to be able to say, this is how I'm getting my information and not worry that you're gonna be thrown out of the church or people think you're slightly crazy. But part of my journey was learning that other people could do this. Ordinary people, not, not saints, not mediums, but just ordinary folk who needed to know what happened. Or in my case, why do we not have a very good relationship? Mom, tell me more about it. What was going on? And she gave me that information. So part of my journey with my spiritual journey was that I was adding something that was on the other side that I consider spiritual. People who are on the other side are still there with love and connect and love us as much as they ever did here on earth. But for me, it was very important that I have a way of sharing that with other people. Once I got over the, the fright that I was, I was doing something terribly wrong. And then um, the five years, I guess it took me to write the book, uh, Celestial Conversations, Healing Relationships. After that, I began to do workshops to find out who else could do all of this. And honestly, there were so many people who do it anyway. They just don't tell anyone. And so what I hoped to would happen when we founded the International Grief Council was that we bring this subject of reaching through to the other side, just as, Ellen, uh, as, as Helping Parents Heal has done. And we would have the conversation so that people would have a chance to be, feel safe to talk about 
what it is that they heard or saw or smelled. I remember one lady saying she knew her husband was next to her because she could smell his cigar in this no smoking room. So lots of these things that happen to us, are spiritual connections, I believe, spiritual above and beyond and beside our faith-based uh, religions. I think there's so much that we need to include as we consider the grief journey, because the grief process is a process. It's not an event. And as all the people said before, we all feel a first time loss like that is that we will finally get to a place where we're on the other side of it, or at least we're in balance, or at least we can get back to work, or we can go to the shop right without home over the green beans. Uh, and yet our lives are forever changed. And they're very often changed for the better. In my case, much more for the better because I've had the opportunity to help other mothers who've lost children. But more importantly, it has expanded my, uh, my compassion. My compassion for people now is just so deep and strong. I, all I have to do is see something on the news and I think of the parents that have lost their, their child or their husband or whoever, and I really have this feeling that I want to do something to be helpful. And sometimes I do, I write to them or I call them dependent. But the compassion that I had prior to that was not anywhere near as strong as it is right now. And then of course, I had the opportunity to look into my faith as to how does this fit in with my faith. And, and actually it, this whole business of connecting to the other side with my mother and daughter has helped me feel even more strongly that God really does love us. He puts up with us a lot, I think, but I think from his point of view or hers, whoever God is, there is this wonderful love that helps us remember the love that we shared with the children or the, or the loved ones that we had that we've lost. So even though I felt I couldn't help my mother when she was alive, I found the help from my mother after she died in telling me things that I needed to verify. And I was able to verify questions I had and she, she gave the answers and I would go check them out. And I would find, yes, there is, there is information there that proves what I'm getting from the other side is helpful. And I got information from Cindy on how to help her, her two boys who had lost their mother so tragically. And then I also even found out what happened on the day of her death, that, which was nothing like what the people told me. And I feel that I got the truth that I needed at that point in time that was so important for me. And it is such a pleasure to listen to everyone here on Open to Hope, to hear people who are getting to a place where we talk about this all the time, like Heidi and Gloria have been doing for years, but the universal group of people that are in the grief world sometimes feel um, nervous about carrying on a conversation. And I understand that too. Sometimes it's very painful to say how you're feeling, but sometimes it's absolutely amazing how it helps to be able to share in a compassionate friends or in open to hope or at a grief support group where you can talk in a way that you know that every single person in that room gets it. And that to me was so important because most of my friends, even family members, really didn't have a clue how I was feeling when we lost the children, my daughter rather. So like many of you, uh, when Cindy died, I, I was in England and uh, <laughs> I was at a writer's retreat and I was called home because Cindy was found dead in her bed. And 
I was so distraught by that whole idea of having to get on a plane and go home and so guilt-ridden that I wasn't there to save her. So many of us go through that uh, reality of why wasn't I there? Why did I ever go to England? What was that all about? And yet when I got home and I got the information that I needed from Cindy on the very day she was to be buried, I found that I had a spiritual connection with her no matter what. And to me, that was absolutely astounding. Never in my life did I ever get to a place where I thought that that would be happening to me. So for me, the transpersonal journaling that I had written about made me uh, even more determined to do more workshops, to learn from more people. How do they find this connection, this spiritual connection between this human being and that soul that has left us moved to the other side? I believe it's a very spiritual class of or endeavor or something that gives us the opportunity to make our own souls grow more. My courage, I know, after Cindy's death, particularly, and, and uh, the writing of the book grew immensely. I was much more courageous to do things, to say things, to be who I needed to be after she died. And I do believe that that has to do with your soul growing because of your grief, not necessarily in spite of your grief, but because of it, it helps us grow. I had the uh, wonderful opportunity of going to the Holy Land um, after Cindy died. And I noticed that, and you probably have noticed it as well, that there are many, many leaders of the world from all religions who lost children who became even stronger leaders in their particular field, whether it was David or Muhammad, or it doesn't really matter who, they were able to take that strong, courageous leadership and take it out for their own community, their country. And I think that courage was something was, uh, was important to me to have the courage to write the book, which I did. And, and the faith that I had that God puts up with us Sometimes I think sometimes he looks down and says, well, tell me again, why didn't I create people? What was that all about? And uh, yet I do think the love uh, that he has for us and the care that he has for us is so important for us to remember. Then also the other thing that happened to me, which was really, I think imperative for me was forgiveness. Forgiveness was something I needed to learn. I only knew it from the Catholic perspective going to confession, that sort of thing. But the forgiveness that I learned because of my grief journey is so deep and so strong and so important across the board of everything that I do as, a, as an individual that I feel that that came from my grief path. And then also the, the business of loving people, myself, universal love is so important for all of us. We need to be able to learn to love ourselves and others to become a family again, a family of humanity, a family of nations, a family of individuals who are hurting. And we can do that if we can remember why it is that we have this forgiveness in our heart for everyone and everything. And that brought me to a mission of starting another book. And the book that I have written, are in the process of written, writing, is a book called Treasures in Grief. Seven Spiritual Gifts Hidden in Your Pain. And that comes from my return to Glastonbury, where I went back 
where I was when Cindy died, and I got the opportunity to remember what it was that I needed when I got there. And now I realize that what I needed to know was that my soul has grown because of my grief. My, um, my empathy for the world is so much stronger. So I thank you so much for including me and allowing me to speak today about what I believe is a spiritual aspect of grief and that we need to speak about it much more often with more people. The loss of a loved one can leave you feeling depressed, angry, alone, lost. But you don't have to face this journey on your own. Open to Hope is a free community for anyone who has experienced loss. Find support. Find help. Find hope. Give grief a voice at opentohope.com.